0: Tale 12 of Grim Tales Made Gay. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Grim Tales Made Gay by Guy Wetmore Carroll. How Thomas, a maid from a dragon, released. Though Philip the Second of France was reckoned no coward, his breath came short when they told him a dragon as big as a wagon was waiting below in the court. A dragon so long and so wide and so fat that he couldn't get in at the door to chat. The king couldn't leave him outside and grieve him. He had to receive him upon the mat. The dragon bowed nicely and very concisely. He stated the reason he'd called. He made the disclosure with frigid composure. King Philip was simply appalled he demanded for eating a fortnight apart the monarch's ten daughters all dear to his heart and now you'll produce he concluded the juicy and succulent lucy by way of start king philip was pliant and far from defiant and servile no doubt you retort but if you struck a snag on a bottle-green dragon who filled up two-thirds of your court and curled up his tail on your new tin roof and made your piazza groan under the hoof would you threaten and thunder or just knuckle under completely i wonder if put to the proof by way of a truce he brought out little lucy and watched her conducted away but all of the others were out with their brothers thus gaining a little delay He promised through heralds sent west and east, his crown and his kingdom, and last not least, his daughter so slightly, to any one knightly who'd come and politely wipe out that beast. For love of this charmer arrayed in his armor, each suitor for glory who yearned would gallantly hasten the dragon to chasten, but none of them ever returned when the dragon had eaten some sixteen score he hung up this sign on his cavern door whereat he lay pronely in majesty lonely the standing-room only for three nights more a slim adolescent his beard only crescent rode up at this stage of the game to where the old sinner lay gorged with his dinner and breathing out torrents of flame He gathered a tip from the flaunting sign, and took his position the fourth in line, until, as foreboded by food incommoded, the dragon exploded at half-past nine. The king was delighted at first when he sighted the victor, but then in dismay regretted his promise—the stripling was Thomas, his majesty's valet de pied. he asked him at once, will you compromise but thomas looked straight in his master's eyes and answered severely i'll see your game clearly and scorn it sincerely and out the prize not long did he linger before on the finger of lucy he fitted a ring a month or two later they made him dictator in place of the elderly king He was lauded by pulpit and boomed by the press, and no one had ever a chance to guess, beholding this hero, who ruled like a Nero, his valour was zero or something less. The moral, and still from Nice to Calais, discretion's the best part of valets. End of How Thomas a Maid from a Dragon Released